0: From worlds beyond, to right at the gaming table, these are
1: all my fantasy children. Hey, Jeff! Hey, Aaron! Welcome all, to all my fantasy children, my name is Aaron Kitano-Saias! And my name is Jeff Stormer. And this is All My Fantasy Children. It is a world-building, storytelling, and character creation podcast where each week we take a brilliant listener-submitted prompt, create the greatest story of all time, and use that story to develop an original fantasy world called Fantasy. <laughs> and it is the best show of all time. It's the best tabletop podcast that exists. We're crushing it. You know? Um, but Jeff, uh, first of all, we love to start with cool things and like cool stuff that we're doing right now. Like, what's getting you excited this week? Or what's something cool that you're working on right now? We should do plugs every week. Like, we should plug ourselves. <laughs> I don't know. We'll do I have it to like edit it. that out in post to make it sound less uh, less blue. <laughs> Okay. Oh, that was all right.
0: Well, I said we have to plug ourselves, Jeff. Oh no, yes. Now I understand. I get what you're saying.
1: Which means (laughs) we're gonna talk about the cool things we do. So, Jeff, what are you working on that's cool? And also, what's getting you excited this week? Um. So, uh, I don't have a
0: Dragon Ball update this week. Now, we we kind of got a few episodes into GT and. It's really on the fence whether or not we're gonna continue that particular venture at this particular time.
1: God, you pulled that ripcord. <laughs> God damn that show sucks shit.
0: Um we've been continuing with Twin Peaks, and it continues to get better and better and better. But yeah. what is getting me excited this week is I just had some absolutely like mobile like probably an hour before recording,
1: just some utterly delicious Parmesan wings. Oh Fuck. those are underrated. Like Especially where we're from, where, like, buffalo wings are fucking everything. You know, like, everybody Mm claims to have the best. Parmesan, garlic and parmesan, were they, or just parmesan? Garlic, parmesan. They were outstanding. Those are a very underrated uh, wing flavor. Like, they're good. Oh, they were good. These ones were the legit ones with,
0: like, actually just grated parmesan all over Uh, them and, like, sprinkled garlic. And, And the great thing was, because I got them for takeout and carried them home, Yeah. They, like, the the Parmesan had been on the hot wings long enough that it kind of melted and formed, like, the
1: actual coating as opposed to just, like, dusted Parmesan. Yeah. Fuck. See, I need, God, I'm, like, I was going to talk about food, too. I'm, like, trying my best to, like, ball on a budget and try to be, like, healthy. So I just had, I was going to talk about... (laughs) Uh, oatmeal with frozen fruit in it, which is good not shit. as good as it is. I feel Par- like it's good. Honestly, it's like, that- a Parmesan garlic wing. <laughs> Come the fuck on, the But,
0: but like for summer, though, like, get some frozen fruit, get some oatmeal, like, get some granola. It's a lovely in thing. There. And it'll keep you alive. Yeah. Oh, it's good. You know what else has been, you know what else has been jazzing me up? What's jazzing you up? Yeah, one other thing that's been jazzing me up. We have been doing a lot of cocktails recently. Oh, dope. Specifically like um cocktails with just like fruited selt like fruit seltzer. Oh, that's fun. Just like a real basic fruit seltzer
1: cocktail, delicious. Good. I love that. Anytime that you can just like I don't know, like I, I call it it is getting creative. And it's just like, you know, I love playing chemistry set with food and bev. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. I that's yeah, I love what it. like I got me into cooking is like the idea that it's like literally it's like being in a lab on the slab. Mm-hmm. It's me this time. Um, no. Oh my God. <laughs> Jeff, what, Jeff, what are you working on besides the monster mash? Um, so, uh,
0: I, I'm almost done with the new game. I'm very close to being what? done with it.
1: Are you serious? Or, like yeah. you're playing a new game, right? No, you could no, possibly I'm writing. be designing something. I'm,
0: I have almost finished writing a new game. Holy And then fuck. I gotta forget, to put it to like layout and editing and sensitivity stuff and all that kind of stuff. But like, it's clo- like I have like one and a half more sections to write in it and then it's done. Oh, my. It's called Anyone Can Wear the Mask. Oh, yeah. It is inspired by um. it's inspired by Superman and Spider-Man style superhero stories where it's like a hero in their city that like is like helping people throughout the city. Yeah, it's very cool. It's very close. It's that. very cool.
1: Um, so be everybody look out for that game. No, but that's dope. I, I have been thinking about game design lately and like how, you know, it's when you follow enough game designers, you start thinking like, maybe I should design a game, but I've recently, uh, realized that I don't want to do that. And so I won't. And I'd rather be like a play tester and consultant for things. Good. That makes me Um, happy. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. I can't. It's
0: important. It's important to like, I, I've kind of been thinking very similarly. Like, I know I just said that I am designing a game and I'm very (laughs) close to having it, but like. I've been thinking a lot about a lot about like how I process like art and things and I'm realizing like I think about my work in terms of like podcasting before I get into game design. Like I think about like if if you ask me like what I do, I'm going to say I make podcasts. I'm not going to lead with making
1: games yeah and it's important to know that distinction that's like in, yeah. in theater land they're always like what are you like an actor singer singer dancer singer actor and like knowing that distinction it one it pigeonholes you that's what it's like designed to do but also like it just helped for me it always helped me be like you're right that is my strong suit and like if i'm not the best dancer that's okay there's still shit for me to do like and especially even game design land like you make a game you have a tangible thing but it's important to have people who like don't and are valuable like like me i consider myself a valuable consultant for like world building and stuff like and like actually playing it as someone who doesn't play a lot of games i think there's value in that so there is there is totally a fucking space for you in this world that isn't yeah. you know making a game but anyway, i agree i agree completely i'm ready to get to this episode let's do this thing i'm ready i'm let's hyped this up thing. Um, because recently I was talking in the discord and I, cause last, last week it was like a history episode to like try to, cause we talk a lot about the five jewel crown crap and it comes up a lot. So it's was like, what if there was like a quick thing that just bangs out like this whole era so we kind of don't have to bring it up again. But, um, in the discord it was mentioned that like we don't have a moon crescent origin story like we do for all the other cities. Like we have okay. talked about all the other ones and like how they got started started and not to, like, we're not going to get into, like, Nymphaealakis and all that. Like, the pre-stuff. And so, I saw a prompt, Jeff, that got my noodle working. And it meaning my brain. And it was from FX Strafoli, prompt. And it was Jeremiah Noodleman. It was Jeremiah Noodleman, <laughs> part two, the electric noodle <laughs> Um, no, it's not. Please tweet Some at story. us
0: another round of Jeremiah Noodleman prompts for Jeremiah Noodleman 2 Electric Noodaloo so that we can flesh out part two of this
1: legendary story. You know, I can't wait for Jeremiah to find out. We learn how he dies. <laughs> um, so the prompt, com- <laughs> the prompt comes from if wait, if Jeremiah Noodleman's soup is eaten, does he die? <laughs> oh, no, we said it refills. Yes, <laughs> he can't die.
0: Damn it. Okay. <laughs> Alright, <braving
1: it>. uh- <laughs> anyway, prompt. Let the dogs out. Okay. Um from extra foley prompt. First moon to land in fantasy. Because we talked about in our birthday episode. If you fucking listened, um that uh moons, there is at least one sentient moon in fantasy. So I thought. What if Moon Crescent, we say the elves come down from the moon, like initially, like that's what they're made out of, like Cyan made them from moonlight. What if the city slash region is like, for lack of a better term, like the carcass of a fallen moon or like the shell of a moon that crashed into fantasy? I dig that. I think that I'm down with that. You know what I mean? Like not only did elves like walk down like tinkle, tinkle, tinkle on the moonlight, but what if like the entire region is like built Or like grew on the, what is basically like the ruins of a crashed moon or like a sentient moon, you know, I don't know, died and felt a fucking fantasy and we live in its husk. What is more interesting to you? I
0: think a non-living moon that came down and like, so, okay, here's the, the origin story I'm going to throw out.
1: Fuck, that's really fat. We're, uh, we're at nine and a half minutes. <laughs> so the origin. So for today, we're going to build the origin story of Moon Crescent. So the origin story, I'm going to throw out all of it, it's fully fleshed out and done. Okay. Yeah, well, I, we're, we're speed running, Aaron. I'm ready. Oh, hey everybody. Shit. Hey everybody. Welcome
0: to AMFC speed run. Um, the thing is, really Story's key strategy. Quick. Key strategy is if in the what excites you this week section, if instead of going down the Dragon Ball Z route, if instead you take a step backwards, and when you reach that crossroad, you actually turn the camera 70, 270 degrees, and you run at full speed, you will actually skip straight through to end of episode credits, major speed cut, major shortcut.
1: I'm on the couch. If you've ever watched Games Done Quick, I'm the guy on the couch. And I go, uh, "I go, see, what Jeff did there is really a lot harder than it looks. Like, what you're not seeing is really – it's like perfect frame. Frame perfect. Jeff's execution was frame perfect. Let's read some donations. Yeah, we got a second. All right, we got a $500 donation from uh, Dingle Dongle. Oh, thanks, Dingle Dongle. You've been a really – oh, 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 watch. Jeff just did another frame trap, and we're going to get back to topic. Back to topic. Back to topic. So what What if?
0: What if? What if? Elves are the moon. Please elaborate. No. Fuck
1: me. No.
0: Like. <laughs> 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 nope. That's it. We're
1: no. <laughs> no. I. I won't though. Um. I don't want to. And elves are the moon. Yo, Jeff. Can you elaborate? <laughs> Hello, Jeff. Jeff. Skype call has been disconnected. Everyone. So. Um. Thanks, everybody. Uh, good night. And good and game. And that's it. That's the end of the series. Elves are the fucking moon. It's the title of the episode. <laughs> okay, so it's well, our last episode. So here's what I'm going to
0: throw out. Taking the idea of a moon as just a celestial body. Okay. What if, like, a celestial body, like, the idea of moonlight coming to fantasy crashes down literally, like, that entire presence, right? Like, that entire celestial body, like, chunks of that moon stand up. And like, our like light swirls spur- around them like a magical girl transformation. And like pieces of this moon that crash to Earth are fantasy. Fantasy. All time is a flat circle, and the world is only three square miles. Fucking that
1: theory. <laughs> God damn it.
0: <laughs> the like uh, a moon crashes to Earth. Pieces of that moon, m- magic imbued with magic, which is you know hard to understand and unpredictable. Pieces of that moon literally come to life. And, like, a, a, a world and a people are
1: formed. So, Jeff, you want to know what? I want to continue on that, but you know what also is cool? What's that? Um, our myth of humans being existing are uh the love of Nymphaea, so moonlight, and the love of uh, Lumina, starlight, coming together to make people of light. This is a really dope combination. Yeah, it, it's, so it's very good. So the stars good. and the moon make humans Okay, so pieces of that moon, literally, like fragments of it, stand up and are like so. Everybody, every elf is basically a fragment of the moon.
0: Yeah, I, I also I, I want to throw out the idea of like I do like that there are generations and that that um, I don't not we're not Aaron. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my foot down and say we're not going too far down any implications of of the idea of like elfin mating rituals. <laughs> I would like to not, not.
1: <laughs> i are gonna piss my pants. The fuck was that? I love it. Oh man, I. D- <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Okay, I'm just, please. <laughs> I'm re- I'm ready to not go down that road. That's fucking which, hilarious. Which road yes. is that? Elven mating rituals. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck.
0: <Jesus. laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to go down. But this like is the idea of the
1: elves, fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is how they propagate <laughs> i don't want to go down that road but We're i do like the idea go road. but i like the idea that like they have
1: children of course you know what i mean people, like the, i mean like people fuck in fantasy we just don't talk about Oh no but i
0: mean it's like it's like <laughs> i yes people fuck like I, I i i i'm fine just saying flat out like people fuck but like the idea of like what i mean is like i want to say like the elves have children yeah the elves fuck (laughs) but like i don't want to get into the
1: logistics of that i don't want to like explore that god this episode is great Okay, and we so, are 15 minutes in. Hey, no, we're we're onto something really great. We we have to address these things, damn it, <laughs> because so many like world building things. It's like this is how this like fucking fantasy race fucks. I'm always like, why, god damn it, if I don't want to know. <laughs> that's what anyway. I'm like,
0: it doesn't. I, it, I'm not interested in how. I'm interested in that, like that they have children and like there are generations. You know what I mean? Of course, like That's yeah. the piece of that that interests me. So yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to go with the idea of like every elf was born out of a moon oh, at the same yeah, moment. No,
1: no. No, 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 no. I always figured like, you know, if, if you were to kind of like make this fantasy IRL equivalent, it would be like the moon fragment is like part of your DNA. It's part yeah. of everything because we always say that everything's made of magic in fantasy. The moon's made of magic. If you have moon in you, you got magic in you. Like, you know, you're it's just part of you. You're not like a, there's not like a jewel inside of you. You are comprised of yeah, moon particles. You know, yeah. it's like cosmic dust and humans. That's, I like that. I like that idea. That
0: visual is cool. That idea is cool. So let's talk about like, so that means like the aesthetics are very cool because it's a lot of like fragmented, fractured, kind of almost jagged Ooh, aesthetic I like that. to like, like to buildings and architecture to reflect the fact that like this sort of mountainous area is a lot of like moon chunks that are like jutting oh, out and like fuck. buildings are built like around that or into oh, that. So it's god. a lot of like jagged and curved angles, hooks and you know, it's very it it's very that that aesthetic I think runs through a lot of things.
1: I like it a lot and I like the idea of it being called moon crescent because the uh like the um god like like you know there's an island with a lagoon and it's shaped like a it's shaped like a crescent moon. Yeah. What if the crescent moon part was a literal fragment of moon that like vaguely remember re- resembles a crescent moon? Like it's like a huge fucking chunk and that's yeah. what makes oh, yeah. that uh, body of land. I forgot what they're called, but it has a name. I know um, what you mean. But, that's dope. Yeah. Though. That's extremely yeah, dope. Yeah. Like if they're all over, like this moon was big. Let's establish that. This is a very large moon that crashed. And so, like, there are mountains, but then there might be another mountain that is literally a chunk of moon where, like, the jagged edges have been smoothed over time by erosion. And so, mm-hmm. like, the very mountains themselves sometimes are fragments of moon, and some are formed with, like, tectonic shifts or whatever fantasy equivalent. Yeah. Like they're fucking everywhere. Yeah. And that would what what's interesting to me, what I wanna pitch is just a fun thing, is caves that are like made of like a pocket, like a imagine hmm. Like, okay, take a fully imagine like a Ziploc bag, right? You know how it has, like, an opening and an aperture? Put it on its side, and, like, uh, I want to imagine that there's, like, a pocket of the moon that exists underground to make a cave, so going inside of it would be, like, to go inside of what was in this moon. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. There are hollow areas that you can enter where you're not technically in fantasy anymore you're technically inside of a moon that was in fantasy and i think that leads into the cool subterranean stuff that we did in elk orchard it was like in moon crescent like underneath of moon crescent isn't necessarily like what we'd know is like the earth or subterranean it's it can be like a moon is in there you're literally on the surface of a moon that because when we think of these things usually it's a moon smashes and explodes what if it burrowed into fantasy And fragmented, of course. So underneath of Moon Crescent itself is a fucking, like, almost full moon that you could technically go inside. That's very cool. That's very cool. Like, uh, Because we always talk about subterranean stuff in Moon Crescent. And that would also explain partially where the fuck... Jeff, can I have a pitch? Uh, It's a small one. Okay. Well, I'm going to make it anyway. (laughs) Fuck this. (laughs) Um the chronoflow and the chamber of it that is beneath Moon Crescent in origin begins inside of this moon that fell. Yes, that's dope. It is literally not of this world. That's dope. That's dope. And mixing with the magic of fantasy and the ley lines makes the water that is all shape and time. All All time encapsulated. Anyway. So, what do you want to talk about like like the, the building of the city? Like we we it was mentioned to me in the discord is like, "Oh, with sprout Brussels, y'all talked about how like sprout founded the city and like started farming." What do you think about when you think like moon crescent? What do you think about? Just so we can have something to build on. Hmm. You know? Um yeah. just any images. I think of like wind, uh sea spray, um moonlight and silver. Like I think of these things And so where does it start? Like when Moon, when they first became, when they first what? Like woke up from crashing on the fucking, you know what I mean? From being bits of Moon. What did they do? You know, what were elves like? Let's get started fucking fishing. Like, you know. It's a good question. What was Moon Crescent like before there was a city? What's the land let's start at the beginning. What's the landscape of Moon Crescent like besides like beach because it's big. you know our regions are more than just like a haunted forest, a desert, a mountain, like you know what I mean? They're very vast. We've talked in the past how there's like mountains and sea and you know lagoons and bodies of water and rivers and railroads. But what is the landscape like? what like ecosystem do you think of? I think of like in the- having talked it through, I think of cliffs. Like, okay. cliffs is an
0: aesthetic that, like, I come back to, especially, okay. like, with this idea of a moon crashing into it, this idea of, like, a moon, like, you know, if 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 part of a crescent moon is sticking out, I'm picturing a lot of cliffs, I'm picturing a lot of, like, badlands,
1: or, like, craggy... Yes. You are describing something elevated, which is yeah. very interesting to me. I like this idea that when elves first landed on... Well, not landed. When first first elves came to be in fantasy, they were up. They were on like a butte, maybe on the top. And the problem was limited space was the height was getting the fuck down to where like, or maybe it was like flooded and watery. You know what I mean? Like they were on basically an island elevated like 800 feet above the ground. Like, you know, 8,000 feet above sea level sat their first community of Moon Crescent. And what they had to get down... Or like, was it something with magic and shaping the water and stuff? Because you've mentioned before, if I call you on it, that Moon Crescent has this feeling of canals and flooding. Yes. And it's always been something appealing to me. And I'd like to incorporate that into how they built a city, perhaps they raised it from the water. You know what I mean? Or like shaped the land and lifted the ground beneath the water up so that they can hang out in it.
0: So that gives me a very specific picture that, like, I'd love to explore a little bit. Which is, like, if we're, if this moon, right? Like, we open on this visual of, like, a moon crashing into the, into the earth. Yes. It crashes, it explodes, it shatters, you know, it hollows itself out and it floods with water like it hits an ocean and it floods with water so like the cliffs oh, of moon crescent are the moon all of yes. the land the cliffs and all these canals are where the ocean the the endless endless ocean floods into these canals and tunnels oh. some of these tunnels infuse with magic and turn into the chrono flow some of them some of them swirl and become endless depths some of them remain perfectly like safe and secure and become elk orchard some of them hit crystals and rocks and things, and that magic of fantasy swirls around and suddenly there is life. I love that. And so what I want to picture is like the picture that I get is swimming and boats and like things like that. Like they pour out in boats and and that is sort of the the first the first communities are like. our fishing boats and like People riding canals and swimmers and, like, people swimming out from these caves and, like, climbing up cliffside walls and, like, just being among the water and climbing upward and settling along these cliffs and and finding caverns that and turning these caves into houses and homes and places and settling along beaches and, like, just sort of, like... the the water splashes into the cave and the thing
1: that splashes back is a wave of life. I love that. So it gives you this kind of feeling of emerging from the moon, but it's, you know what I mean? Like that that image of like people coming out of this pod into fantasy. You know what I mean? But they are the pod, you know? And so it's this kind of thing where I, I imagine if you imagine like a big body of water, it's crowded with like jagged bits of moon. It's not... It's not like sporadic. I see a lot of them because when you said channels, I think of like, you know, the the I think of like the Grand Canyon, like a canyon with rivers flowing through it is how I imagine how big these chunks of moon are in this endless ocean. You yeah. know? And so they had to build what cities into they had to build their city into the sides of these canyons, basically into these side. I think they're carved into chunks of moon. I love that. Like, you know, they had to build homes and, you know, chisel them out and shape them with magic and, you know, blast away their homes from the moon itself. I fucking love this. And so people would have to, like, use the water to get fish and collect seaweed and algae and fun treats and swim. And it's just this kind of aquatic, mountainous, canyon-like area with lots of channels and rivers and you know sometimes when you're going along this like sort of formed river within an ocean um because it's all self-contained in the water right kind of yeah it's all like you would kind of see the water drop off and go down into like an endless abyss and so people would learn to be like because i think what we're getting to is a very big respect for the ocean and its dangers because like you literally are born in the ocean You know what I mean? You come to be in a treacherous, dangerous place, which we have said before is filled with fucking sea monsters. So it's like a culture based on like, we got to look out for each other because this is rough. You know, you're, you're, they're not sea, you know, they're not orcs in our fantasy orcs where you're like, you know, some kind of manta ray, like they have an affinity for water, but it's not like they have fucking, they're not Zora from Legend of Zelda. They don't have fins and shit swimming around. It's more of just like, you know, they know how to handle themselves around and in the water. So they have to develop this community of like helping each other out, helping each other survive in what is a challenging environment, which is kind of a running theme we have going for the creation of our worlds. You yeah,
0: know? yeah, it is. It is a the, the challenge here is navigating and un, un, navigating unsafe ground and finding a way to help lift people up and help carry people through and helping to, you know, get people to, to safer shores.
1: I love this a lot. Now, I want to have a question about, Um, I feel like I'm interviewing you. No, I want to have a question. Um, So they, the Moon Crescent is basically chunks of moon. It is, yeah. I would say, the top of a submerged moon under the earth and yep. ocean.
0: Which means that there's definitely an iceberg effect of, like, yes. mountains worth of caves and caverns and oh underground. God. There's an entire underdark esque like underground world of moon stuff under the surface that we are now just throwing out
1: there exists and i'm excited to do some cool underground shit i fucking love that and i want to ask the elven title cycle is it because therefore they're just made of moon it makes sense yeah you know that that where they come from tugs and pulls at them and you know affects them for better or worse
0: they are they they are moonlight they are moonlight and the 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 war the way of the
1: moon affects them i fuck with that because it does tie in this i've really always wanted to lean away from elves being the aquatic culture that always exists you know like there's mm-hmm. always water people i always just like being like they're just people who live by the water that's yeah, it And like that, they, they have, live
0: on the shore yeah
1: yeah, and there's an adverse effect from the moon and a positive effect at the same time. That just has to do with water, and I'm glad we kind of have reached like a place where that is locked in. Now, what now? Do you want to talk uh, about like how they built a city or what the city structure was? I think we. I I have a pitch for that. I'm ready, but I also have a pitch for what I want the rest
0: of the episode to be. Okay, can I throw you out my pitch for? Because I think that I think that like there's a not or there's a simple answer kind of for. Because there's a big piece of Elven Moon Crescent lore that I think, like, we can bridge into, and that I think, like, naturally bridges into everything. Okay. Um, And that is the idea of the Elven Houses.
1: huh.
0: Okay. So the idea of, like, you have these communities of, like, people that are pulling e- uh, each other up and, like, giving each other safety... Like that all forms, though they form into micro communities that form into houses and eventually the idea that like, because that gives the idea that a house, quote unquote, is not like a family line. Yeah. But like a micro community, right? It is a kingdom. It is a, it is a kingdom. It is, it is a a clan. It is what, it is a group of people. And that is what makes up the elven houses, and eventually they become distrustful of each other, and, like, all of these shitty things happen that, like, we don't go
1: into, right? I I like that, and it makes a lot of sense based on what we've built, Um, because if we're talking about the actual geography of this region, it's chunks of moon rock jutting out of the fucking ocean... That people have to build a civilization in. I think there is an element of physical separation. You yeah. know what I mean? Where like, you know, they are a days boat ride away over there, but we all look out for each other over here. We're house whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. That our, our, this, our piece of rock where our small microcosm exists is shaped like a rose. We're house Rosalia. And it's just like, you know, and you look out for each other. And so when somebody else who's been existing for like a long time comes along, there's like, it would become different cultures forming within the same region you know what i mean to avoid this idea of fantasy monoliths i think it's important to denote that like a lot of different groups form and types of people Mm -hmm. based on just physical distance from each other it
0: it is is i mean to peel back a little bit like to throw in like a real life detail Mm -hmm. there i mean you know think about think about someone aaron who lives on the furthest edge of like new york yeah Or if I think about someone who lives on the furthest edge of Philly. Yeah. I'll never know them. Like there's a real chance, like there's, there's people in the city that I'm never going to meet. And like, and like I think that that is sort of, and in the same way that, in the same way that large cities like neighbor, like there are neighborhoods and boroughs and communities that form like on a, like by blocks and however your communities form in like places like that, like, that happens in Moon Crescent. like there's neighborhood and they kind of form into neighborhoods or blocks or everything kind of gets lumped into this idea of houses. Like it is it is in the same way that a city is made up of neighborhoods like Moon Crescent is like a massive, you know, it's 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 a it's a chunk of a moon that is made up of all of these communities that are like interconnected and supporting each other. But like uh, they are still fundamentally like their own neighborhood. They're yeah, their own community just bridged together.
1: Like, my experience in fucking Flatbush is vastly different than someone in, like, the suburbs area of Queens, yeah. where it's, like, you know, that is... It's two from fucking worlds. Exactly, you know? uh, yeah. And what's really fun is that it kind of really builds this archipelago feeling of, like, a series of islands, mm-hmm. but they're all just chunks of moon. They're, yeah. it, you know, and they all are very... I like the idea of our world is really fucking big. Mm-hmm. So, that means that they're, like, physically... Qu- quite far apart and they all these places together form moon crescent a yeah. region like it, it further i like moments like this where it further in enhances this idea that like it's a region it, it's not a city or a town you know you can't yeah. see it all in a day it's like no you couldn't see it all in a lifetime it's fucking massive. massive yeah i fuck with this so what did you want the rest of the episode to be so i would love to just
0: tell some stories of early moon crescent
1: oh yes please um i
0: would love to aaron um do you have by chance a deck of cards
1: oh uh let me run if not i if not i have one yeah go ahead
0: all right um if you have do you have a d6 yes okay then here's what we're gonna do pick a pick uh pick hearts or diamonds diamonds pick spades or clubs uh spades okay so aaron here's what i have in front of me are you ready are you, I'm ready ready. To play a, are you ready to play a game? Nope. Okay. <laughs> well then never mind. We're done. All right. So anyway. If you'd like to submit your prompt. <laughs> so I have in front of me session zero by Megan Cross, as well as Fuck, the session yeah. zero expansion. Oh, baby. And um the reason that I asked for two suits was because uh the session zero expansion. Actually, let me start by explaining session zero.
1: Yeah, yeah. And where uh, people so, can find it. because it's Session dope. zero.
0: Actually, yes, let me Session zero you can find at Megan Lynn F T W. That's M-E-G-H-A-N-L-Y-N-N-F-T-W dot itch.io. Um it's wonderful. It is super good, and I'm really excited to dig into it. Session zero is to quote from the game: Session Zero is a game about characters. It is the story of the life they have lived already lived before your story with them begins. It is who they are, who has helped them, who has benefited them, and what has caused them harm. Um it is based on a deck of cards. We're gonna draw cards. And we're going to answer some questions.
1: I live for that. That's my favorite format
0: of game. I know. Um, (laughs) And the other, the expansion adds two more suits, beliefs and views and memories and facets. So the reason that I asked for two suits is anytime we draw a diamond, I'm going to ask you to roll a D6. Highs will go with the first version. Uh, Lows will go with the, or low will go with with the session zero. Highs will go with the session zero expansion. Dope. That way we have all six suits represented. And we're going to answer some stories as it relates to the peoples of early Moon Crescent. Love that. We'll have to rework some of the questions because these are all character focused. But I think it's going to work really, really nicely. Yeah. All right, Aaron. Are you ready for the first card? I am. Okay. The first card is the six of spades. Okay. Aaron, roll me a d6. Four, turtle. All right. We are going to memories and facets. Oh, what do we do? Uh, the question. You have a hidden talent. What is your hidden talent? How long have you been able to do it? And has it benefited you? I want to tell the story of a person in Moon Crescent with a hidden talent. That, like, like played a role in early Moon Crescent. Just, like, a doesn't need to be super in-depth. It's just, like, a quick, like, the story that pops into our heads.
1: I have one initially. I have one already. Go for it. So when we told the story of Nymphaealakis, it was about, like, a sea monster appeared. Mm-hmm. And, like... Uh, nymphea. Like we had it established by then that bards exist in Moon Crescent. That's where like it started being a bard to charm sea monsters and keep them away. I want to talk about the first person to ever play a song, sing a song, play an instrument that like saved uh an area, a house of early Moon Crescent from destruction. I oh, I imagine.
0: So do got you have something? Got yeah, one
1: immediately. Freddy. Um.
0: It is, let's go with, it's got, I want it to be a woodwind or like a, like a, a, a wind instrument.
1: How about like just of, a little coronet?
0: Yeah. F- beautiful. Um, and what it is, is like, there was a, a, a moon cave was collapsing mm. around like a, 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 family of elves and this, uh, young elf on the outside, Aaron, roll me a D6 for pronouns. Four Turtle. So she, um, with this, this coronet, Mm -hmm. with this coronet, like played a song and like, despite the fact that she was like above the caves, right. Despite the fact that she was on the far surface, like this family of elves could hear that song played like perfectly clearly and could hear it like carrying through the tunnels and were able to like navigate this flooding collapsing cave and got out perfectly safely
1: i love that a lot i want to posit that like music is music in moon crescent in early moon crescent especially to send messages from one house to another if they're very far away is by playing songs that communicate a message i like we we need more fucking barley i don't know like you know what i mean or we need help or how are you So music travels through the air, and it's carried on these sea winds by bards. Like, I want this element of, like, bards have been important in Moon Crescent for a variety of purposes through the years, Um, in the way that, like, usually warriors are. Mm -hmm. Um, And this, it's like, you know, you can write a song or write a message, and it travels on the wind. And even if it's not in the music, when it hits your ears, you hear, like, how are you? You know, my grandmother is very sick. You may want to visit her, if, you know, within the month, if you'd like to say goodbye. And you're like, oh, my God, I have to get over to, you know, house ice, ice and snow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Little things like that and just little bits of communication. So music is a way of like mail carrying we always talk about information and getting it to people it's the is earliest
0: it's the earliest form of information it was the yeah it was and it was it was it it, it established like we had said like these were very disparate these are very disparate communities that like came together in a sense of mutual aid like that song is the first kind of piece that did it and it created this culture of you know this 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 is sort of I I like the idea that like that that first story may, is a, is a is a story that is told and may not be true. It's probably true as yeah. we said, it, but like I like the idea. I love the idea of a folk tale that might not be true, yeah. and like it creates this culture of like. If you need something, you sing a song, you reach out, you send someone a message, and that creates yes. that culture where information and r- telling pe- and like writing to people and eventually like songs become, you know, songs become stories. And there's, there's some people are playing music, some people are writing letters, and it becomes this culture of sharing stories and like experiences together by virtue of it creates. Uh, a, a, a cult, it, it infuses that culture of information by virtue of, I need something, I need you to, to, to bring it, and saying, okay, I will commit to this because you have reached out and asked. Like, we are taking care of each other.
1: And it also kind of enforces the idea of the elves uh, looking out for each other, because it's like, you know, don't be afraid to reach out and tell me how you're feeling. Like, if you need me, if you need something ever... Don't be afraid to sing a song or, like, you know what I mean? Let people yeah. know. And it's that idea of, like, freedom of expression is the only way I can it, where, like, you're free to tell people what you need and what you need. And, like, and people answer. People and are you're, waiting and to and listen. And you're
0: free, you're free to speak your truth, right? Yeah. Like, it is it – is, it is, and that's where it becomes the culture of, like, of like I'm just gonna I'm just going to – I'm sharing my story and I'm sharing who I am and, like, all these things become important by virtue of – of your song of i'm hearing your song even if you are even if you are on the
1: other end of this moon i am hearing your song i fucking love this and it becomes like it would be important to like with this exploration of like the power of magical music it would totally lead to being like y'all every time we go out in the water like it's incredibly dangerous to travel from one house to another one like one island to another basically because they're these fucking sea monsters in the ocean and people would be you know experimenting with the power of music like some people i think tried to like maybe you can send food on the wind using a song and like you would throw up a plate of spaghetti and like start singing it didn't work but people eventually learned that you can calm sea monsters or charm mm-hmm. them and even perhaps like back in the early oaky smoky days it would be like you know they made friends with sea monsters and that would make, be like the first fairies around, around the region would be like Lapras from Pokemon. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, but well, I've befriended a giant, what's a good sea creature? Giant, uh, I got nothing, Aaron. You caught okay. me off okay. guard. I have befriended a giant moray eel, but it's like a moray eel mixed with a sea cucumber, and it's like my, it was a sea monster, and once I sang my song, we, like, formed a bond and understood each other, and now, like, if he's going that way, he's more than willing to carry my ass over to, you know, house uh, belly flop, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, and it's it becomes this place that is all about exploring I hate exploring the power of music, but, like, it makes sense if you think about the, the history we've made about this place. Yep. You know, like leading up to Nocturne shit and bards and what their abilities are and what they do and their importance and how they are like revered in mm-hmm. fantasy. It would only make sense that like they've saved lives. They've, and you know, it's, it's very important. It's so, I think this is dope. It's good. Um, we want to do another one. Her name is Wind Chrysendomum, by the way. Chrysendomum or Chrysanthemum, did you say? Chrysendomum. Wind chrysendimum? Wind chrysendimum. I like it. I dig it. All right. Let's draw a card. I'm ready.
0: I've drawn the eight of clubs. Aaron, are you ready to answer the eight of clubs question? I'm so ready. Oh. Oh, interesting. Uh, this is one that I feel like we could translate to the town very easily. And I feel like we kind of already have. Like this ties is, nice. is one of This is a good moment. Early in your travels, a barkeeper offered important information. Why did you need their assistance? What information did they provide? And did it come at a cost?
1: Hmm. Information about Moon Crescent, you mean? Is that what we're codifying it to? Though? I think so. Yeah.
0: Like information was information was offered early on that offered assistance. What information was it? How? Why? Why was it needed? And did it come at a cost?
1: I'd like to give a, a, a world building note about Moon Crescent okay bars we we always talk about like restaurants and bars and fantasy like iron hill they're they're popping and they're fun and they're like cheers and cozy and they're all neighborhoody places and i always think of like geode as like nightclubs and dope like themed bars and stuff and uh i think of moon crescent are cliche uh video game and tabletop bars where you it's all adventurers trying to get information Mm. Like that's, and so it's like, I think they are an information hub, especially if they are, I'd like to posit that, I hate, why am I saying that? It just came to my mind. But like, taverns and bars, these information spots in Moon Crescent are like boats that you can visit and park at. And they're like way stations, like they're rest stops on the highway where you can stop, get a bite to eat, get information, get directions. They're like visitor centers. And all the bartenders are like, I know a legend. I know a story. I know all about this region. And what that does is people who might be perhaps like who become adventurers or become curious, they're like, well, I know this place like the back of my hand. And if you were to dive down and swim underneath that fragment of moon behind my bar here, you see that bubbling down there? That means there's an air pocket. That means there's treasure in there. And I think bartenders have this, or bar keeps or restaurants, like, you know, these floating information hubs, these floating fantasy taverns that we all know from every campaign are everywhere. And they provide a danger by, like, they are the reason, I think, that there are so Many tall tales about Moon Crescent and mm-hmm. so many legends and folk tales is because it's part of the culture to like every bartender has a fucking story about oh well I know this spot and there's a dungeon there's treasure they, basically there's golden then there are hills you know love it you love know it. and these tales of Moon Crescent would be fucking think about what we've built this oceanic area where like dungeons could there's a fucking moon underneath your feet and underneath the water you know how many legends there'd be of like i swear i my brother jimmy dove down there and he saw gold he saw a river that has all time in it you're like oh you're bullshitting me no i tell you so like you know adventurers would be no they're actually
0: risk not the no they're actually not bullshitting you i saw that i saw like they're really really yeah yeah all right all right no there's somebody down there and they're just
1: dancing they're just <laughs> dancing their heart yeah all right and i because we when we talk about moon crashing usually like mysterious and stuff and i like that because i like to think of it having the most folklore and you know because there's a moon fucking crashed into it i like to think that there's more dungeons and more magical items and treasure troves in it than anywhere else in fantasy because there's it. a fucking moon in there that's good shit so like of course that's the shadow shit. binder exists that controls all of time exist down there it's a fucking in, in a moon dope you want to do one more let's do one more yeah all right
0: i've drawn diamonds and would you like to give me a d6 i would love to one to three we're going to do the diamond suit on a four to six we are going to do uh, four to six we're going to do beliefs and views so my d6 is six eagle eagle animal d6 returns all right beliefs and views it is a 10 confidence is key what makes you feel confident? Is it something physical or mental? What is the great pride of, like, early Moon Crescent? What is, like, the greatest achievement? Like, the people, what is, what, is the, what is the moment where, like, describe to me the moment where the houses of Moon Crescent came together in a sense of mutual aid that made them into more than a bunch of disparate houses into, like, a full-fledged community that are looking out for each other.
1: I have something. And it's a call it. to our home, sweet home, New Jersey, slash Jersey, the Jersey Shore. Jeff, connecting the archipelago in things that can lift and let boats pass, there is a boardwalk
0: that mm. connects
1: the separate islands. That cause you said the grand houses came together. I think over the water is a wooden barge, like a is a boardwalk. Google image it, it's a lovely thing. And along the sides of it are you know, restaurants, homes, you know, small stuff, and that is kind of, that's the, the f- so there's like Moon Crescent that's on the, we we'll like, not on the moon, that's like, you know, attached yeah. to, it connects to Geo, connects to whatever, you know what I mean? The peninsula area or something, mm-hmm. but the islands where, like, Moon Crescent first, we'll call, it, I'll put in air quotes, like, started, I think was the first time that they all came together, elves, was to build a connecting boardwalk that I links- all of the small islands together. And maybe there's not shops and stuff on it. Maybe it perhaps is just like a walkway that opens up like drawbridges and stuff so boats can go underneath. Can you throw out a pitch? I'd love to. Yeah.
0: It is um it is a a a a, ma- a bridge of magic. It is it is it is not wood but like magic, right? Like I'm picturing very specifically like the Thor Ragnarok rainbow road like a bridge of magical energy yes that like boats can pass through it like it's not impeding anything it's not blocking a you know water animals from getting there but like you can walk across it and on this bridge uh, there are there are stands and there are games and there's but it's all open air market. People just like stop on the bridge oh. and they just, you know, you stop on the bridge and somebody pulls out a table and they play some three card Monty. Somebody has a little, t- a little cloth and you are, you are free on the, on the walkway. You are free to just lay things out and offer your wares sell your things promote your podcast you are market-y. free to do it you- it's like a flea market boardwalk it's a fr- flea market boardwalk oh. you never you never know what's gonna be there on a given day
1: yeah it's like food stalls and people selling their wares people playing games it's like a it's like you know what's the room called and like when it at a con at a tabletop con where you can just like like, get a table and play games. You know what I mean? like the open play area, yeah. Yeah, it's like one of those, like, you can just, some people are playing games together, some people are playing nasty. some people are selling their shit, some people are cooking and selling it, some people are just cooking for the community. It's just this neutral area that doesn't belong to a single house, it doesn't belong to anyone, it's just this magical space. There's two
0: elves at a table, and they're just pitching a podcast, and yelling (laughs) at people for ideas, and people are walking by like... I don't know, a farmer who's mad about pumpkins. And they're like, all right,
1: let's go. <laughs> let's fucking go. What do we got? And only like three people are listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, I fucking love this boardwalk thing and I like the idea because we, we, we t- So this is a throwback to the way beginning. Uh, when we talked about Mooncrest and we rolled on this table that was like, what's their government like? Because that's when we used to fucking care about that kind of stuff. And we said there's like a high council type thing. Mm. I think this is where that existed, where these houses were like, OK, life is tough for fucking all of us. You know, this is not easy. Living in these cliffs and these moons, you know, let's come together. And they channeled and they conjured their, you know, their strongest spellcasters. Everyone basically lifted their hands to the sky like a spirit bomb. And every elf in the region of Moon Crescent lent a bit of their essence to this road. And like the union, because like, yes, there's different houses and shit like that, even back like back then. But, like, no matter what, it was the first time that elves came together to build something as, like, a team. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, their, it's a symbol of the, the union of, like, despite whatever, we're still elves and we look out for each other. You know, like, we're still people who with common, you know, struggles and fears and pain, we have to take care of each other. We need to be more connected. Boom. Magic road. Don't I love this. I fucking, What's, this is very hold good. Hold on. Are you oh, naming it's
0: the, it? It's the walkway on the water
1: i was like what's the name what's the name and then realized it's the walkway on the water the walkway on the water is very when they just call good. it the walkway i love it because we we talk about before like i we talked about how it has like a dock feeling and you know uh, sitting by the water and like i always think of like wind and stuff like that because most people spend their days you know on the walkway on the water mm-hmm. on the jays on the walkway so many people just hanging out i love it so much Ah, and that's where docks are. That's where like ferries can pick you up. If you don't, if you can't walk, or you don't want to walk, you know, you're just like fucking hop a ferry. It takes you to a spot. There's fast travel. It's good. It's great. Oh God, is that a wrap? That is a wrap on the history of Moon Crescent. I like it that it's it's just people help people help people. Um, dang, something. Thank you so much, Strafoli for your prompt. Um, If you'd like to submit a prompt of your own for future use in an episode, there's a gajillion, bajillion ways you can do it. There's like six, but they're all great. They're all good. You can
0: tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast using the hashtag Fantasy Children. You can post them to our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash AllMyFantasyChildren. You can email them to us at AllMyFantasyChildren at gmail.com. Or you can go to bit.ly slash AMFC Discord and drop them in the prompt
1: submission channel. I want to give a huge fucking thank you to the game Session Zero that we played today. God damn. Thank you so much, Megan Cross. We're going to be playing that game again for sure. Uh,
0: Yeah. As well as a bunch of other indie games because I put together a list and it's growing by the day and I'm excited about it.
1: Yeah. We're going to start playing like exclusively indie games on the show to like tell our stories instead of relying on tables that we ended up having to edit anyway. So instead of that, we're just going to, you know, help cool people, you know, get their product out there or just play their cool game. Yep. You know, fuck it. If you're on the internet, like looking at these cool itches and these IOs dot itch and looking at all these cool games, Jeff has a second podcast where he plays cool games. I do. Party of One (laughs) is an actual
0: play podcast focused on two player role playing experiences. Every week I sit down with a friend. We play a two player game. We share some laughs, maybe a few tears, and we have a really good time. New episodes drop every Tuesday at partyofonepodcast.com.
1: Boom. All my fantasy children is so proud to be a part of the One Shot Podcast Network. Um, go to oneshotpodcast.com and find a plethora of amazing content and shows. Uh, shows like Skyjack Campaigns, System Mastery is really bomb. Asians Represent is fucking God tier. Yeah. They get a special, they get a special shout out today because Asians Represent is dope and I love that. Great, great, they're really legit, brilliant.
0: Legitimately one of the best podcasts on the internet, tabletop RPG or otherwise.
1: Yeah. That's why I got nominated for an Emmy because it's yeah. fucking, it's dope. Um, so go to oneshotpodcast.com and check out all of our f- wholesome family of products. Um, if you'd like my shit, I'm also on a show called Skyjack Campaign, uh, Courier's Call. Campaign Skyjack's Courier's Call, I mean, where we play 14-year-olds playing in moderated Fate Accelerated and a search for d- delivering the mail in a magical world of spear. It, okay, it, it's I, just I, the staring show at does it, it better. <laughs> the show does it better, but, uh, you know, that I could never describe, but it's a good show. It's fun. What Oh, verbal Hug this week. Shout about shout about the things that you make from the rooftops. Yo, like, yes.
0: <laughs> sp- like if you make a thing and you are proud of that thing and you love that thing, like shout it from the rooftops. Like there is there is nothing lost from from standing on the highest mountaintop and screaming, I am proud of this thing. I worked hard on this thing. Do not let anyone tell you that you are wasting your time or breath by shouting about that thing. Like do like raise your hands and chase people down and say, and say this thing that I made is wonderful and beautiful and good because God damn it, it is. And you should be saying that because you should be believing it. And the more you say it and the louder
1: you say it, the more you will believe it. It's factual. The people who are telling you to not shout about it are literally trying to keep your project down. So fuck them. For someone to say, like, don't let people say, like, it's pointless to do this. You're just looking thirsty. They're literally doing that to literally silence you. So fuck them. And tell people about your dope shit, because your work, like we always say, has merit, value, it's loved. It's even by one person, meaning you, it's loved. So, yell to everybody who can listen, and just shout some more into the void. There's nothing, you know, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. I agree. Um, You have our seal of approval don't let people kind of shut down your creative spirit and stuff like that you gotta like, silence we always talk about like silencing that voice inside of you but also silence that voice on like social media that's trying to make you feel bad fucking the mute button on Twitter is a godsend and there's nothing wrong with blocking a motherfucker who means bad or muting them um so yeah exercise like don't feel guilty about removing toxicity from your life that's all I'll say I love it and with um, that, I think I think that's a wrap That is a wrap. All right. Well, then until next time. Good good night, night, and good game. game. Junior Wizard, Senior Wizard Aaron here, and I just finished editing the episode, and I realized that this was our 150th uh, numbered episode. You know it's weird. I know it's weird, but we try to keep it organized for y'all. But 150, that's bananas. But yeah, I really wanted to say thank you to all of you for hanging out with us for this little project, this weird show um we have no real thing to compare this to and things like that and learn from so we're kind of winging it and learning as we go but i wanted to tell y'all that um you are equally a part of this show as we are in everything like moon crescent ley lines magic elves dwarves gnomes everything is created by you like you sent prompts to inspire it so every time you listen whether you're a contributor or a listener or a member of the discord whatever We love you equally and we want you to know that you're a part of this and I hope you find pride in that when you listen that you helped create this world. This is something that I'm so glad we can share with all of you and continue to build and I really wanted to say uh, thank you to all of you and I know we've been doing that a lot lately but we really want to hammer home how much we appreciate you interacting with us, you listening and, you know, sending us these prompts. These prompts make the world and we make the show and we, you know, give it to you and give it to ourselves and we just wanted to say thank you. Uh, here's to 150,000 more. Uh, we love you so much and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.